Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr and Doug Cameron. And we're coming to you on Saturday, the 30th of April, 2022. We have our usual announcement section, and then we have a two-part spotlight section for you this week. First, we'll talk about the new features in TalkMac version 12.2. Secondly, we will look at the new features in Android 13 Beta 1. And we'll close the episode with an app of the week from John Dyer, who tells us all about how you can uninstall the Samsung version of TalkBack from your Samsung phone and replace it with the Google one, but without the need for a computer with a, with a certain app that he's found. Warren, how are you? Thank you so much, Ed. We're having a good day here today. I'm actually excited about it because I went out there to feed the dogs and boy, it felt so good. I wanted to just sit outside and bring this podcast from <laughs> my backyard like feed did, but I'm like, nah, I better not do that. But other than that, I think we're going to get up to like 62 degrees today or something like that. And I'm really looking forward to that. And besides that, everyone is doing well and I'm thankful for that. Of course, we don't have our friend Austin here, not feeling well, guys. Uh, put Austin in your prayers. Um, he's not here with us today, but hopefully Austin will be back next week. Yeah, I'm sure he'll come back fighting fit. Do, do, uh, think of and pray for Austin. Uh, you should have done it from outside. I did it from the pub, so uh, why not? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, down with broadcasting on location. Uh, Dugaboo, how are you? I'm not too, too bad recovering from last night, but I'm pretty good. It's supposed yeah. to get probably around the 60, 65 out here today, so I'm pumped. But yeah, today's just, it's so far starting off to be a pretty chill day. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, all is well in London. It's sunny. It's fine. Uh, you know, all good. We have a, a bank holiday weekend, that's to say a stat weekend. Uh, Monday is a day off, so that's a nice thing. You know, Ed, you, you totally have that wrong. It, it's not sunny in London, it's sunny in Philadelphia. It, 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 <laughs> it just sounds wrong. So, so is uh, Ed back in, in Philly now? <laughs> well, it's funny you should say this because I was I was in Norwich, which is a city in the east of England on Tuesday. I went to see some of my team and, uh, you know, it's two hours on a train from London. And I went to this cafe for lunch and they had something they called on, a, on the menu a Philly steak sandwich. Oh, and yeah. Oh, good. Oh, no, yeah. But, no, but you, 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 you'll notice the missing word. It was a Philly steak sandwich. And literally, that word was missing. There was no cheese. I'm like, you can't do that. That's not. That's not a thing. You can't have Philly steak without cheese. It's you just can't. I, 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 I told them this. <laughs> yes. So it tells me, what is this bank day? So is that everybody gets a mula? What the hell is going on? Uh, a, a stat. Um, <laughs> it's like Labor Day. It's like a day oh. when you. 
It's like it's like a Monday when you know, like President's Day or something. You know, it's a oh. it's a day when it's almost universally off. Do you not call them a stat in the US? They're no, we stat don't. Holidays, but we don't. Yes, you guys have them more often than we do. Yeah, it should be a stat holiday. That's what I thought they were called in North America, like President's Day or Labor Day or you know, a day when you don't have to go to work. It's those. I see it. Interesting. That's what the back. There's no. There's no extra money. It, it's the equivalent. Yeah. There's no money involved. <laughs> well, How often do you guys have them? Because it seems you got way more than we do. <sighs> Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Day, Good Friday, Easter Monday, May Day, End of May, Whitson, um, August Bank Holiday, and that's it. About eight. Ah, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that's the one I was thinking of. I think that was a bank there. I'm a second to say bank then, so that's not till. Yeah, so see, you guys have that, and I think Canadians have those uh, Easter and Christmas uh, stuff. We don't. You know, the day that Christmas falls on, that's all you have, and but you don't have, you know, say Monday. You, you don't have Boxing you know, Day, like 26. No, we don't have such a thing. But you've, so got, you've got Labor Day and you've got uh, President's Day that, that we don't have. Yeah, but we don't have the commie day, you know, like the, the May Day that you, you just mentioned a little while ago. Yeah, I but call you, them you've got equivalent commie. ones. We don't, we don't have President's Day either. Well, you don't have a president. Well, no, quite, but like Warren's claiming he has fewer bank holidays. He just has different ones. So yeah. let's see. In Canada, we got Christmas Day, New Year's Day. We got Boxing yeah. Day, no? Boxing Day is not a stat holiday. Um, we've got Family Day is across the country. Everybody has it, but everybody what calls on earth it. Is that? And that that's in February. We have nothing in March, unless Easter magically falls in March, which confuses the fuck out of me. We get Good Friday. We don't get Easter Monday. We've got Victoria Day in... Uh, the 20 something of May. Uh, we've then got Canada Day, we have an August long weekend, Labor Day in September, October's Thanksgiving, November's Remembrance Day. Yeah, you got about the same. You might, in fact, you might have one more than we do. Yeah, well, it just seems like, you know, the UK has bank. It's like I hear about bank holidays way more than I do stats here. So it's like it just seems like there's thing. more. No, well, actually, think... from from the from what you just said, though, Cam, it sounds like you have more than the UK does. And yeah, oh, my goodness. I think out of yeah. all the countries, US is probably the one that has the least. You well, know, well, that, that's the least <laughs> Like you have fewer annual leave days as well. We we love to work. That's all. <laughs> you know. You know my take on this thing. Well, maybe maybe that... you don't. Maybe you work to laugh. <laughs> we work a hell too lot. Um, no, no, think... no, maybe you work to laugh. You don't love to work. <laughs> I wish that we could just have, you know, universally a bunch of you know free days, you know, for everyone, and it just call it good. But now you can do that because there. Days in countries that are special days for people and things like that. So, I totally understand that. So, that's what that is. Now we'll move on to our announcement section. The one thing I have um, is our seventy fifth uh, an uh, anniversary. You can 
you can join us for our 75th episode if you'd like to it'll be a bit like our 25th and our 50th where we have just a communal sit down and uh you know we'll all have a chat about android and we'll you know we'll pick out some themes or we'll talk about what phones we're using and the rest of it if you want to join us for that the 25th and the 50th were great you can you can join us by emailing contact us at blindandroidusers.com contact us at blindandroidusers.com uh, the link will be in the show notes as well we've already had um, quite a good response so do do sign up for that and that will be if i can work this out i think on saturday the 14th of may uh, 2022 and if you're not able to email us there's no need to worry about it because we will be posting the uh, url on our email and telegram groups so that you guys could just join us there. We'll make sure we post it like a couple of days early before the 14th of May, because uh, that's going to be at 9 a.m. Pacific time. If you're in the UK, we're talking about 5 o'clock p.m. local time there. And elsewhere in Europe, maybe it's like 6 o'clock. I don't know. Uh, you guys know your time zones. And uh, if you're in um, the eastern part of the, the world, I have no idea what time that would be. So you just have to convert that 9 a.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. UK time to your time. Then you know when we'll be having that party. Bring the girls if you want to. Bring the boys if you want to. Uh, it's an open forum for all. Right, guys? That's right. Yeah. The only thing you're not allowed to bring is iPhones. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to join us on your iPhone... Well, you listen, can't. Even I say iPhone today. Unbelievable. If you want to join us on the Fruitvale or the iPhone, you are okay. Go ahead and no, do you so. Know. We you welcome can't. you. As long as you're talking Android, you are golden. Just change the name of your iPhone to represent an Android and we're set. Thank yeah. you. We, we won't really welcome you. We'll judge you. Let's face it. Um, yeah, uh, that was all I had by way of announcements, unless you two have anything else. I nope. think that will do it for announcements, unless Doc has something uh, out there that he's not sharing. And, not uh, that I'm aware of. <laughs> I mean, if you asked me yesterday, I might have, but today I, I can't think of anything. All right. He never that's, shares, though. So, no, you know. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't share very well. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> that, was always, that was always on my childhood report cards. I, I, I don't share well. <laughs> He's like, Doc tends to be by himself, not sharing with friends. Yeah. Exactly. I keep it myself. Potato chips, they're not coming around. Like, oh I'm not sharing up potato chips. <laughs> so now we turn to our spotlight section, and this is in two halves this week. We are going to talk about Android 13 Beta 1, but firstly, we're going to talk about the new features in 12.2. Uh, which has started to drop. I don't know if it's finished dropping yet, but um, some of you will have noticed it's it started to drop uh, in, the, in the Play Store. You'll, you'll have updated. Um, Google started rolling that out last week, and it will eventually roll out to everyone if it hasn't so far. And it's an interesting update, this one, isn't it, Warren? A fair, fair few new features have dropped. It is an interesting one, and I think because this is one of those things that people have been asking for for a while, 
And that has to do with that image description. Now, we did have it in some way back then in 12.1, but like I always said back then, it was poorly implemented or not implemented properly. And I think that now, though we have a proper implementation of it, and that's that image text description or whatever that people have been asking for. Now, personally, uh, do I care about it? Maybe not so much, but I know people that live or die by those type of things. And I'm glad to see that we have it. I, personally, I would love to see that we have some of the more pressing needs that we've been talking about. For instance, maybe something like being able to selectively make uh, copies or you know select something on the page, a web page, uh, non-edit fields, and be able to copy those things. I think to me that trumps everything else. Um, but I understand the importance of this. People want to see, where, hey, there's a dog there, you know, eating its food, or there's someone there with their bikini or whatever. I don't give a right about it, but I'm glad we have it because it's something that you also notice, though, Ed, it's there, um, like, you know, on some browsers, especially Google Chrome and Microsoft just implemented that, I think maybe about a month ago, where you could have uh, image description, you have to turn it on. And but then even with theirs, there are limitations, there are certain things that it's not going to tell you. I tried enabling it on my um, Edge browser. And every time I enable it, it just crashes. I don't know if any of you has had, had any ability to uh, have it work for you guys. It just never worked for me. I mean, I think your first problem is you're using Edge. But yeah, I, I don't generally turn that kind of stuff on. So, I mean, I'm probably the worst one to use as an example there. But I have heard people who've turned it on within Google Chrome. And they say for the most part, as long as the picture isn't super complicated or very busy, it has some pretty good descriptions. But the more busier the photo, the less likely you are to get a description. Yeah, I've tended to turn it on in the screen reader rather than the browser. So I've turned it on in the narrator. Um, what you'll find in apps is that Facebook and, and other social media apps will both allow you to um, set an alt text, but also will try and guess some alt text on certain pictures as well. So they will try and cover that off. Um I think this will be good in in the um, talkback setting. You know, you can you can find a photo. Essentially, what you will do is bring up the talkback menu, and image descriptions will be at the bottom or somewhere in the actions menu anyway. And uh, it will it will it will describe that image for you. I think it's an interesting feature. Um, whether they could make it a bit more automated. Um, a bit like they tried to do in some of the stuff in 12.1, I'm not sure. Um, it seems a bit manual in 12.2, but it, I think it's good that it exists. Another feature in 12.2, I mean, I really like this. I know a lot of people really don't. Essentially, what TalkBank would let you do in certain circumstances is is use your volume keys to adjust, adjust increments that weren't volumes. So you could use it to adjust talkback sliders 
or other sliders, you could use them to edit text. I, I never really like this. I want my volume keys to adjust the volume. I don't want them doing other things. And uh, TalkBack have changed this, haven't they, Warren? So essentially, this thing is going to be done on screen now. It's interesting you mentioned that. And, you know, you and I happen to be on the same page because to me, I would like the volume keys to do what they are meant to do. And so it's absolutely nice to see that we can just simply, uh, when you're on a slider or when you're on a volume slider and you want to adjust the volume or when you're in an edit field, instead of using those uh, volume keys, you just either swipe up or down uh, to change those sliders or, you know, uh, turn up those volumes. And I really like that because there are a lot of things that take advantage of the volume keys and we're not able to get those because those volume keys are tied to the talkback and it makes it hard. For example, you know, you could use your volume key to either take a picture or, you know, zoom or whatever. And we have apps like that that have uh, the volume keys that one could take advantage of. But when you're using a screen reader based on what it has and has that volume tied to it, you can take advantage of that. So, I'm looking forward to when they can get this thing totally decoupled from uh, the volume key so we could take advantage of the native apps that have those capabilities of using those volume keys and just, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's easier to just do this with uh, swiping up or down, but I know people are going to have difficulty uh, or complain about it, but I do understand, you know, change is really hard, but I think that with time, though, people may grow to love it, and it's not a bad thing at all. Uh, Doug, what do you think about that? You know, I kind of sit in the middle. I think what they could do, instead of doing a hard disconnect, I think it should be something that may even be usable as a toggle. Because I'm looking at it in kind of perspective of people who have dexterity difficulties. It may be actually easier for them to use the volume buttons to manage the sliders or navigating their text with the volume buttons opposed to the swipes. Personally, it irritates the hell out of me that I have to go and turn talk back off if I want to use the volume buttons to take a selfie. I mean, defeats the purpose of me having talk back on to tell me if my face is in view if I have to turn it off to make use of those buttons. So <sighs> I think if we could have it as set up as a toggle button for complete disconnect or having it where we can use the buttons, that's probably be a perfect happy medium where everybody would be able to have exactly what they want. Because personally, I've always just used the swipe gestures to navigate the, the slider bars or, you know, navigate my text. I've rarely used those volume buttons. So for me, it's useless having them tied to talk back, but I also see the point of having them connected. Oh, well, that's the first. I've agreed with both Doug and Warren. It's unusual. Uh, I think I, I think I suggested on our email list that it ought to be a toggle. But Doug, one thing: no one needs your facing view. Okay. Um, you're you're one to talk there, Ed. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, no one. Knows. <laughs> You know, back to dexterity issues, though, if one um, is able to use the phone, because the phone has to do with a lot of touches. If you have dexterity issues to where you cannot swipe up or down, then I'm not sure you're going to be able to use the phone from, you know, from the get go. You know what I mean? 
um, I think it would well, even be harder it's, to it's, it's for about someone. planning the curve. It's about making it easier, though, isn't it? Like if you yeah. have dexterity issues, maybe give a sucker an even break and let them use some volume buttons for stuff. Yeah, exactly. like I know people in my own life who they actually have dexterity issues because they've damaged their hands or because of arthritis, something like that. They can do simple touches on their phone, but they have to use other tools to do swipe gestures because their hands just can't do it. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking it it would be harder though for someone with dexterity issues to you know do a you know precise you know, pressing of a hard button and and things like that. Because okay, the know. button's always there, isn't it? You can just you can just lean on it. It's <laughs> yeah, I guess you can lean on it. There there are ways that the buttons can be made. Like there, I haven't found a phone that's too difficult to press the buttons. I mean, you add a case on, it gets a little harder, but. Yeah, like I definitely think that the buttons are something that should be an option opposed to a hard, we're not going to allow those to be used. Yeah, that was, that was, that was my suggestion on an email list. But Dugaboo, if, if your face is in view, that, that's what the toggle to back camera buttons for. You, you know, Ed, I, at least I can't make babies cry with my face. <laughs> <laughs> And but you know, there's something there though in the accessibility settings for people who really have dexterity issues. They could also use those uh, connected things if you want to make your phone easier for you. If you're having difficulty, uh, probably one should invest in one of those controls. Exactly. Like, make it, and make but it. the button, the but use of your volume buttons, those are still considered switches. So having that added into the dexterity section and under accessibility. You know that would actually be a very smart thing to do. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and that's 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 where we have it for you know starting uh, some actions. You you could use those exactly. remove those volumes to start other things, but uh, exactly. I think that the um, yeah. the part about the editing or adjusting sliders uh, that's where the issue is. But you know, like you guys have appropriately put it, though it could be a toggle. So if someone prefers doing that, let them have at it. Uh, for yeah, me, I'm, I'm I'm not, I like what we have. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I didn't like it that that's what they did, um, but I can see why people might want it. So it should be a toggle. The the other feature to talk about, I think, is uh, it, it's a development of what happened in twelve point one, and it's this Windows idea. So that when you touch on different parts of the screen, um, it will tell you uh, whether you're in the navigation bar, navigation bar the main part of the window um whether it's the the uh the the notification system thing at the top i, th I think in some ways 12.2 has made this better and in some in some ways it's made it worse so what you can do is now toggle off the system windows which are the navigation bar and the the, the bit at the top what seems to have happened, though, is the middle window, you can't turn it off, and it's become significantly more verbose. So I get, you know, what I didn't get in 12.1, and I do get in 12.2, is I'll touch the keyboard, and it'll go Gboard window. Uh, I'll touch an email message, and it'll say Aquamail window, even though, it, you know, it was... Um, uh, it was not that verbose in 12.1. Although you can, you can um, 
uh, change when those window announcements uh, come either before or after uh, the the controls, and you can turn them off for system windows. But um, yeah, I think they have a ways to go on this window thing. Don't know what you think, Warren. So that Windows thing is like a blessing and a curse all put together and gives you a pretty lady out there. Um, <laughs> so there are people that love this and there are people that hate this. But like you said earlier, though, Aid, you can toggle that thing off even so that uh, what happens is that it says it after you've touched the thing. And I noticed, like you said, in Gboard, for example, maybe I tap G and then... Gboard Windows or whatever to that effect. Now, yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to when they can actually make this behave the way that it is or you get get rid of it totally if people don't like it. To me, it, it doesn't bother me, but, you know, little things like this could be annoyances for some people, and yet some of us just kind of overlook that. So you put me down in that column of those people that just overlook that. Um, I don't stay long enough to hear some of those things So when I'm using my phone. So to me, it's of uh, no significance. I don't really use the window toggles or navigation whatsoever i actually find to be more of a hindrance yeah i think it's that they talk un unprompted um i, I think this is a thing that never needed to happen i don't know why anyone thought we wanted it um i would have you know uh, not introduced it in 12 uh, and it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to add a great deal and is a bit annoying like you say warren you can overlook it so it's fine but, uh, yeah, I think I think we could just scrap it. I think the parent of that was back in um, maybe even 12. Or, you know, I don't know when we started hearing that uh, system navigation, you know, like when you, you if yeah. you have your nav keys enabled, then it will say uh, home system or whatever. I think it was 12. Yeah, that's the parents of it. That's where it all came from, and it has not quite gone away. So they changed it to saying Windows instead of that. So therein lies the problem. Um, unless we get rid of that papa <laughs> and then uh, have the grandkid uh, not have that trait, then uh, probably that might be what solves it. Any other features in 12.2 you want to talk about, Warren? Uh, I think that's, those are the most significant things that we see in that 12.2. So um, we'll see what the next version may be. You know, these guys are always working on things uh, contrary to what something that, you know, these guys are not working. These guys are doing a good job out there. Kudos to you guys. If you're from the Talkback development team, we love you guys. Keep doing the right thing. And the really right thing is obviously to expand your beta program globally. We'll we'll leave that there. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to move to the second half of our spotlight section, and this is quite exciting. Um, Android 13 uh, Beta 1 dropped this week. You'll have heard on previous episodes that Warren and I had installed the developer previews of Android 13 and talked a little bit about that. But uh, Beta 1 uh, has dropped, so if you have an eligible pixel, uh, go enroll it. The links will be in the show notes. Uh, Warren, is there anything you want to say about this? So, you know what? 
First, though, I was thinking that, you know, Google had skipped it all together. I was thinking maybe they are going to be announcing it during Google I.O. because uh, earlier on, you know, they had the roadmap that it was going to be a couple of developer rollouts like we had one and two, the first one in February, then the second one in March. And the word on the street was that the first beta was going to be out here in April. And then April came and boy, by the time we got to midweek, April, uh, midweek, uh, mid-April, I was thinking that Google was going to push that thing out. And by the time that it didn't show up and we got to the 20th of April, 21st, 22nd, and all of that, I totally gave up on it. And so surprisingly, on the 26th on Wednesday, that thing just popped out of nowhere. I just saw the notification in my notification. I'm like, what the, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> there. I went and installed it, and it's a nice uh, feature because so we have the first beta. So if you've been waiting, um, it's time to get in there if you wanted to. There are no issues that I see because my very first um, thing was, Ed, you remember when I think it was developer two, where in the, uh, some of the symbols, keys, uh, not you just couldn't activate them without turning TalkBack off. Uh, and then after a while, one could do a walk around and then later on, they started working. Now, so what I did with mine was when I got it and I installed it, then I totally did a factory reset to be sure to check to see if that is still the case. And I'm glad that that is not the case. Uh, the symbol keys and everything else, you know, behave uh, properly just the way that it ought to. So I am happy on that front. And now... Let's talk about some of the new stuff. Most of these things are visuals, right, Ed? A lot of them are visuals. People that have sight are just going to enjoy that because as you guys can remember, Android has not changed a lot since that material design back in Lollipop. And so it took like seven um, iterations to finally get a new design with Android 12, which was a major, major shift uh, from what we had. And so 13 is basically building on that and perfecting some of those uh, designed or, I mean, visuals. And so 13 really uh, is more into visuals, although there are some things here, especially privacy things that have been improved a lot uh, from 12 as well. You know, if you're opening an app, it's going to ask you, hey, do you want to get a notification from this or not? And so they're making things granular in Android 13 beta 1, and some things you know may go away and some things may remain. That's how it always is with uh, beta um, versions and things like that. But let's start with some of the important things that we notice the change. And let's talk about the first one. Google had the uh, priority mode instead of the do not disturb in um, DP1 or DP2. And I noticed that they've backtracked to where now we have the do not disturb. What are your thoughts about that? I really like it. I didn't know what priority mode was supposed to do. It was annoying. Um, I think I think it needs to be uh uh back to do not disturb obviously they were they were the other side of uh, they were opposite sides of the same coin really but uh i'm glad i'm glad priority mode has disappeared i didn't i didn't like it um pushing notifications that way um i think i think it's better 
And the funniest thing, though, is that when that priority mode was there, I just asked the assistant, you know, turn on priority mode. And it's like, what are you talking about? So, you see, there, there was a disconnect uh, between the assistant and the priority mode, which is basically the do not disturb. However, if I said, hey, turn on do not disturb, then it would work. So I'm glad to see that they've uh, backtracked and brought it back to the do not disturb because it doesn't make sense. People have come to know it as do not disturb. And now all of a sudden you want to change it. See, that's the problem with Google, with the terminologies that they change. And, you know, our other friends on the other side, the Fruitvale guys, you know, they keep that consistency. You don't want people to learn something new. You know, keep things the same, keep things in the same place so that, you know, whether it's a new iteration of the OS, people are not needing to learn something new. So, um it's one of those things that Google need to get a better handle on. Uh, stop renaming things, you know, randomly like this. So I'm glad they brought back the do not disturb. I agree. I think that's right. That's right. So let's talk about something that Google didn't have for a while. And now that's the QR code. Um, now, though, we have it, you know, natively there. So... If you are one of those that is fond of using the QR code, you know, everything you want to find out, the QR code and things like that, we have it now natively on Android 13 Beta 1. However, the way that's implemented, though, you have to go dig for it. So you have to go into your quick panel and then go tap on, you know, uh, add an item. And in the items that you could add, there's now the QR code. And actually, I tried it and it works really well. So... Uh, we have a good thing going on here. I agree, especially because a lot of QR code apps uh, get flagged as untrustworthy. So I think it's nice that there is a uh, a Google version of this. And these are quite helpful because essentially, if you, if you don't know what they are, you can scan a QR code and then have access to a whole bunch of information. So... A lot of restaurants use them now to bring up their menus. There'll be a QR code on the table. Or you can scan a QR code back in the COVID days to enable you to check into a venue and fill out some information. So it 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 it, it enables you to scan something without needing potentially, say, to type in a URL or have access to that URL. So the fact that there's a trustworthy app or trustworthy method of accessing a QR code, which doesn't rely on a, on a third-party app, which might be a bit questionable. And lots of the you know third-party third QR uh, scanners are fine, but it, it's great that Google's built one in where you can just go and scan, scan that QR code and then access the web page or whatever information you need. As for me, I always like, if there's a native thing, I always use the native one first, unless there's no native... Um, whatever, then I go looking for a third party. So it's good to see that. And I'm glad Google finally did that. The next item that I played with and I like, although it still has a little bit of some accessibility issues, but I'll say maybe like 90%, 95% of it is good, is that if I copy something, for example, I'm on a web page, I'm on blindandroidusers.com, for example, and I open up an article there on blind Android users, 
and I want to select so a long press and you know those toolbars pop up like the share translate blah 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 and I tap on select all then I tap on copy then there's a little clipboard thing that pops up near the bottom left of my phone that says edit clipboard now I tap there and it shows my uh, whatever that I just copied there in an edit field and I can manipulate that I could take things out. So without the need of me, you know, I'm saying I'm going to go paste it in an editor somewhere. I could just edit that right within there. And then there, there's a share button there and there's a copy right there. So if I finish editing right there, I could simply tap on share and share it in an email, share it on a messaging app or something like that. So I think that's a good thing that Google has done. Um, like I said, it's 90, 95% accessible. Now, my reasoning for saying that is that when you're trying to manipulate the text, it's not quite as good, but it is, it is usable. So I'm glad we have that. And this is the first uh, beta. So who knows? It's going to get just a little bit better on later on. So at least we have something there. So what we're missing is for TalkBack to have that selective um, selection that I've been talking about, which is uh, more important to me than knowing whether someone is wearing a bikini or not. I I don't care about that. I want practical stuff. I'm a very practical guy. Uh, (laughs) Give me things that I use, and I'm not trying to diminish uh, the need of uh, object recognition. I know people love this, or image recognition is a beautiful part, but the one that we, we've been asking for for a long time, please, guys, could you give us that pretty baby? We've been waiting. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing is um, there are other ways to do it, at least. I mean, I think it should be in TalkBack too, but uh, at least you have other ways to accomplish that. Yeah, so I really like that feature there in uh, the 13 beta 1. And the next item, of course, may not be in other phones, but especially for the Pixel 6 Pro, for example. And I noticed, I think it's even in the Pixel 5. Uh, I haven't confirmed it, but I believe it is. The face unlock, but it's there in the system and gestures and or, you know, system where you could find the... Um, fingerprints and all of that. However, when you go there, you're not going to see that. So you go to system and you go to um, gestures and you go to the unlock. And in the advanced, that's where it should be. But right now, it's not showing up there. However, if you're in the main system settings and you search for, you know, face unlock, it'll show up except that when you tap on it, Nothing happens. It's not going to take you there. It's supposed to take you to that advanced area so you could set it up. So I'm thinking probably we could see this in beta 2 or maybe by the time that the final version of Android 13 rolls out, those of you with Pixel 6 Pros will be able to finally take advantage of the face unlock as to using the fingerprint that is not very reliable. And Pixel 5 is from what you've said. Well, they... Yeah, so yeah, I think if you search for it on the Pixel Five, you could see it as well. I haven't, I haven't updated mine, uh, my Pixel Five to um, the Android Thirteen Beta One. Uh, Ed, you have it. Uh, did you find it there when you searched for Person? Uh, I, I, I haven't searched for it. I have to have a look. I have to see if it's there. But, yeah, because um, I think some people said that they have. I, I haven't because yeah. mine is still on twelve. 
Yeah, now I'll have to have a search. Um, it'll be interesting. I don't know why um, Android Face Unlock is deemed to be insecure, whereas iOS Face Unlock is not. The, the most Android phones use a different method of Face Unlock. I think well, a part of that is because Apple has um, more depth sensors for your face unlock and they've been able to set it up where it's one solid image but you're taking your picture from like four or five different angles to get the same result and because of the depth sensors it can actually determine whether you're using a photo or your actual face where most androids for some reason they haven't included as good of a depth sensor so I could go and put a picture over my phone and easily unlock it. Yeah, so well, though the very first Android phone, though, that truly uses face unlock is the Pixel 4. Other Android phones that have the face unlock, whether it's Samsung, it's not the same thing. It's the only Android phone that has a proper face unlock is the Pixel 4, and you cannot fool it with a picture. And why Google backtracked on that, because in 2020, we didn't have a flagship phone to speak of, the Android. Android, The Pixel 5 was, you know, you guys know, it, it was no bueno. It was a mid-ranger, and Google didn't... Google's never it. had a flagship phone. It's a Fisher-Price <laughs> bunch no, of nonsense. I really <laughs> like the first unlock on the uh, Pixel 4. It's comparable to what you have on the Fruitvale side of things. And like I said, you cannot fold it with a picture. So it's not to be confused with what you have on the garden variety of uh, face unlocks there on the Android, other Android phones, and uh, not the same thing at all. And I think that was when they had that solely thing going on on the Pixel 4. Um, of course, you know, Google backtracked on that, but that's a solid uh, face unlock on there. It, it works really well. And I think word had it that they were going to bring that back to the Pixel 6 series and then somehow they didn't and i think they're rethinking that and maybe we'll have it again when they're finally done with android 13. i've just checked there is a face unlock entry but it doesn't go anywhere well it does it goes to security but there are no face unlock settings so i think exactly. it's waiting to be enabled yeah yeah so it's it's there so in in reality so it's being prepped for the next uh generations of phones that will support it, especially uh, the Pixel phones, the new Pixel phone, the Pixel 7. I'm almost positive it's going to have it, and I'm certain, you know, it may even uh, be finally implemented on the Pixel 6, uh, or at least the Pixel 6 Pro uh, is questionable as to whether it will come to the regular Pixel 6, but the Pixel 6 Pro will have it. So that will make it easier, but I wish they could just retro it even back to the pixel 5 if they could but yeah the the pixel 4 is the android phone that truly has a face unlock that can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with any other face unlock out there uh be it a fruit veil or iphone or whatever you want to call it uh, you can fool that baby with a picture you're waving over it yeah any other android 13 features you want to uh, highlight Warren media players kind of been redesigned um, to where you know it can even dance to the tune that you are playing a really interesting 
uh, thing going on there. And then, of course, like we said, some of these things are visual sighted. People are just in heaven with these things. Uh, the clock has been re redesigned a little bit, so it's not that big thing that covers almost the whole screen on the lock screen. And then you notice there at the bottom left, we have like the home control. And I think that's a neat thing for Google to do. We have that, although it's not been fully implemented, but the whole idea is that you do not have to unlock your phone to be able to do a home controls. And for instance, if I use the magic word to say, hey, you know, turn off my heat or, you know, turn on the air, whatever the case may be now that we're going to be getting into summer later on, it may want me to unlock my phone, but that will no longer be the case because you have a little thing there at the bottom left of the of the phone that you can just simply tap on it and interact with it. And also the assistant will be able to take advantage of that. But then the apps will have to be uh, written to take advantage of that. But right now, uh, that is not working yet. And that's another feature that is there in Android uh, 13 beta one. And like I mentioned earlier, there's also something about files. So for example, you have a podcasting file. It's not going to be looking for other files that are not belonging when it says, hey, or like you have a, a camera app, for example, and once uh, access to your media, it will only be tied to media that are, you know, picture related and which makes sense. You, you shouldn't be having access to non-picture uh, files. So I think Google is doing things right and I'm glad to see those things coming along. It looks promising and we'll wait and see what happens in future versions of Android 13 uh, beta before the final version rolls out. And finally, we have our App of the Week section where John Dyer shows us how you can uninstall Samsung's version of TalkBack and replace it with Google's without a computer. Hello, everybody. This is John, and I'm going to show you the easiest way I know of to remove Samsung's TalkBack and install Google's TalkBack on a Samsung phone running Android 11 or later, which means it comes pre-installed with Samsung's version of TalkBack from the Galaxy Store. So, Device unlocked. the first thing you're going to need to do is um, make sure you have Android Accessibility Suite installed from the Play Store. Download Android Accessibility Suite from the Play Store. Tap to dismiss assistant. Play Store. Nep. Android Accessibility Suite Google LLC Tool Star Rated. Details for app. Android Accessibility Suite. Nep. Install button. So I'm going to go ahead and install that. Next, you're going to need an app called ADB install. Local and Remote ADB Shell. So I'm going to search for that. It's a free app. Search for local and remote ADB shell in the Play Store. Tap to dismiss assistant. Play Store. Navigate up. Button. Remote ADB shell camera equipment. LADB. Local ADB. ADB shell. Tap. ADB. Local and remote ADB shell color box technology tools installed. So it's the one by Colorbox Technology. 
And there's a, a paid version and a free version, but we don't need any of the paid features, so Details you're going to need to install ADB. that. Shell. I, already, I already have it installed, so open I'm just going to open it. ADB. Alright, so it's, it's not the best app when it comes to being labeled, but everything we need is labeled, so... Port default 5 off, pair mode Android 11 to 12 switch. You're going to find the switch for pair mode and turn that on. On. And now, what we're going to need is... Port default 5555 edit box. A port number. And I'll show you how to get that. Notification shade. 858, open settings, button. You're going to go to settings. Settings. Search settings, button. We're going to need to get to developer options. And if you don't have it enabled... Yet, what you're going to do is go to remote support, remote support, about phone, about phone. phone name, about phone, net, legal information, software information, software information, software information, SE for Android status, build number, SP18.210, and you're going to tap build number seven or eight times until you are now four steps, you are now three steps away, you are now two steps away, you are now one step away from being a developer. Confirm pattern. Navigate up. And then it's going to ask you to confirm your pin or pattern. So spoken feedback is off. I'm going to go ahead and put my pattern in. Spoken feedback is on. And I'm going to back out twice. Setting. Now all the way at the bottom, you should have developer options. Developer, developer options. options. So you're going to open developer options. Developer options. Navigate up. Button. You're going to go down about one page. 3G wireless debugging. Debug mode when Wi-Fi is connected. Go to wireless, wireless debugging. debugging. Navigate up button. Wireless debugging. Use wireless debugging. Off switch. Going to turn that switch on. System UI. Allow wireless debugging on this network. Network name SSID. Nine area. Wi-Fi address BSSID. 60B7. Not checked. Always allow on this network. Checkbox. So, I'm going to always allow on this network. Now, I forgot to mention it at the beginning, but... You're going to need to be connected to Wi-Fi to get this method to work. Um, you don't need to have an internet connection necessarily, but you do need to be on a network. Checked. Cancel. But allow button. Wireless debugging. Use wireless debugging on switch. Now what we're going to do, because we need to get a split screen going, so. Settings. Recent apps. ADB. I'm going to bring up recent apps and I'm going to go to. ADB advanced options. The advanced options for ADB. App info button. Open in split screen view button. Open a split screen. Apps. Apps. Select split screen app. Settings. And I'm going to select settings for the app on the bottom. Wireless debugging. Wireless debugging. Use wireless debugging on switch. Device name. John's S. IP address and port. 192. Pair device with QR. Pair device with pairing code. Pair new devices using six digit code. Now I'm going to go to pair device with pairing code. And the reason it's in a split screen is because if you leave the settings app, the port or pairing code could change. So you're going to want to keep it open by having it in a split screen. So I'm going to go to uh, pair device with pairing code. Pair with device. Pair with device. Wi-Fi pairing code. 600 IP app. 190. Cancel. But 192.168.86.140. 44,545. So we need this port number. So... Spoken headings, controls, links, windows, speech rate, spoken language, characters, words. So I'm going to uh, navigate by words because I want to copy just the port number 
not the IP address. 192.168.44545. So that's what I want. I'm going to ring up the menu. Top back menu. Top back menu. Copy last spoken phrase. Copy last spoken phrase. Now I'm going to go back into the ADB app. ADB on pair mode Android 11 to port default 5555 edit box. And where it's asking for a port, I'm going to paste it in there. Shown recently copied or captured content as candidate. Pasted 44,545. Pair button. I'm going to hit the pair button. Allow ADB to access photos and media on your device. On top, pair with device on bottom. Allow ADB to access, don't allow button, allow button. So it's asking for permission. So I'm going to grant it. Showing English US QWERTY keyboard. ADB, ADB, editing, edit box. Now if I tap on the output near the top of the screen, this is what it's going to say. ADB pair 127.0.0.1, 44,545. Daemon not running. Starting now at TCP, 5037 asterisk daemon started successfully enter pairing code. So it's asking for a pairing code. I'm going to back out of the keyboard. Keyboard hidden. So that I can get back to the settings app. Pair with device, Wi-Fi pairing code. 644,848. I'm going to copy this pairing code. Copied. 644,848. AD edit box. Showing recently copied or captured content as candidate. And I'm gonna, ADB. I'm going to paste it in the edit box in the ADB app. Pasted. 644,848. Gboard. Done. I'm going to hit enter. On the keyboard. keyboard. And just to make sure I'm going to have it ADB, read this back. ADB pair 127.0.0.1, Demon not running. Starting now at TCP, 5037 asterisk demon started successfully enter pairing code. 644,848. Successfully paired to 127.0.0.1, 44,545. Okay, so it says it's successfully paired. So we can start using our ADB commands. Now, I'll put these in a text file so you can just copy and paste, but um, I already have them pinned to my clipboard, so I'm just going to go get them from there. Gboard. Clipboard. Close clipboard. English US QWERTY keyboard hidden. ADB shell settings put secure enabled underscore accessibility underscore services com.google. Android. Marvin. Talkback.com.google. Android. Marvin. Talkback. Talkback service. So that's the first command you're going to put in there, and that will... Um, Enable Google's version of TalkBack and disable, meaning turn off uh, Samsung's version. ADB shell settings put secure enabled underscore 644th recent. Close to 644th recent. Close clipboard. So I've put it in the edit box. Shell settings put secure enabled underscore. Done. I'm going to hit the enter key on the keyboard. TalkBack. Permission request. Allow Android accessibility suite to make and manage phone calls. Window permission request. Allow Android accessibility suite to make and manage phone calls. So, I've got... Allow, button. Allow Android accessibility suite to make... Allow button. So, I, it asked me for permission because the new version of TalkBack opened. Now I have... I'm going to slow down the speed a little bit. Headings. Links. Speech rate. Headings. Speech rate. Speech rate 109%. Speech rate 9... Speech rate... Speech rate... Speech rate 75%. Speech rate 68%. Okay, so... Now we're using Google's version of TalkBack and Samsung's has been turned off, but we still have to completely remove it. So that's what the next command is going to be for. Edit split screen divider, unlabel button, edit box. Showing English, US court, clipboard, 
Window Gboard, Close Clipboard, English U, ADB Shell PM Uninstall, User Zero Com, Samsung, and Paste Item, Unpin Item, Delete Item, ADB Shell PM Uninstall, Show Detailed Information for a Clip Item, ADB Shell PM Uninstall, User Zero Com, Samsung, Android, Accessibility, Talkback. So, now I've put that in to the edit box, I think. Let's see. Unlabeled, Button, Window AD, Editing, Edit Box. Okay, I haven't put it in. ADB Shell PM Uninstall, User Zero Com, Samsung, Android, Accessibility, Edit Box, Window ADB. <laughs> okay, Wireless debugging let's try this box, again. Window ADB. Edit Box. Showing English, US, showing Gboard, Clipboard, Settings. I actually held Navigate it too long. Up. Settings. Navigate up, button, window setting. ADB, editing, editing. Now I went into Wireless settings. debugging, window clipboard. Window Gboard. Close clipboard. I actually held it too long because I was waiting for it to say everything so you could hear it, but I'm just going to put it in and then have it read it back to you. ADB Shell PM, ADB Shell PM uninstall, user zero com, Samsung, Android, accessibility, talkback. So that's the command that's going to remove talkback. Recent. Close clipboard. Showing English US 40 keyboard. Sticker keyboard. Done. Showing English US So I hit keyboard. enter on the keyboard. Now I'm just going to um, go back to the output window and navigate by paragraphs just to make sure there's no errors. ADB pair 127 dot headings, links, speech rate, characters, words, lines, paragraphs, ADB pair, demon not running, demon started, enter pairing cup, 640, successfully paired to 127, ADB shell settings puts it, ADB shell PM uninstall, user zero com, Samsung, Android, accessibility, talkback, success. Okay, so it's a success, so um, TalkBack is gone. So, Keyboard hidden. Use wireless debugging on switch window wireless debugging. Since the settings uh, is still at the bottom of bottom half of the split screen, I'm going to turn off wireless debugging now because we're done with it. Off wireless debugging. And I'm actually going to close the ADB settings split screen because we're done with both of those apps. Cancel, but close. Closed. One UI home. Google Google Assistant. And then what you're going to do is go. Notification shade. 908 AM. Open settings. Go button. to accessibility settings. settings. Search settings. Button. General manage accessibility. Mono audio assistant menu. Accessibility. Navigate up. Button. And what you'll notice is. Accessibility. Search. Button. More options. Recommended for you. Using three functions. Visibility enhancements. Talkback is no longer an option up here. Recommend because that's where Samsung's. Talkback shows up. So now where you're going to find Talkback. Installed apps. 15 apps. You're going to go to installed apps. Installed apps. Talkback on. You're going to go to Talkback. Talk now, we couldn't get here before until we released or um, removed Samsung's Talkback. So that's why we removed Samsung's Talkback so that we could get into this um, these settings here. And I'm going to turn Talkback on... Shortcut. Off, top back shortcut, switch, allow top back to have full control of it. Allow, button, top back, on. So even on, though we have, back, we've already switch. enabled top back, I turned on the top back shortcut. Top back shortcut, press side and volume up keys. So that I can turn it off and on. Top back on, top back, navigate so up, button. That's really all there is to it. Um, I hope that helps you. I hope you're able to get it working on your phone if you want to. 
I mean, it's interesting because uh, we, we, we obviously have a version on the YouTube channel where Austin's done that with a computer. Uh, I think it's great that for those who don't have a computer, you can do it on your phones. Warren, what were you going to say? Uh, it's a good one because there are a lot of people out there, you know, we take these things for granted because, uh, hey, you know, I have a computer. So the assumption is that everyone has one. And in reality, it's not often true or people will just prefer to uh, easily just do that on their phone instead of having to use the computer so i'm glad you know there are apps out there that one could use and most especially if it's an app like this one that it's accessible i think we give uh, kudos to such a developer for making such an app so if you've been wanting to do this you know gutting off your uh, samsung talkback and replacing it with uh, that one that comes from the Play Store, then you could use this tool to do that. Um, I don't have a Samsung phone to try it with, but even if I did, I don't think I would want to anyway. So at least though we have it there for people who feel like they have the need to do so. You know, my only question is, what is the actual problem that people experience with Samsung's version of TalkBack? Because... I've been using Samsung's TalkBack now since the end of November, and I literally cannot duplicate anything anybody else has been complaining about. Well, I mean, certainly um, Android 11 last year, there were all sorts of issues. Um, I guess anyone who is experiencing what they perceive as a little wrinkle, they might think that changing over to Google's TalkBack will fix Maybe if you've got Google TalkBack, um, updates drop quicker, I guess. You know, yeah, know. Like, it's, it's really interesting because I didn't get Android 12 till about middle of February, March, somewhere in that area. So even running on Android 11, I can honestly say I never experienced anything I heard anybody um, complaining about. So for me, it's just very interesting that, you know, we're seeing all these tools to get rid of an application because of problems that have been foreseen, but yet those same problems don't seem to appear on all devices or even those who have experienced it on a similar device don't have the same experience. So it really makes me begin to question like, is it a compatibility issue somewhere or is it, you know, maybe there needs to be tutorials created on how to utilize TalkBack and its different variants. So I think the problem that we have here, though, is not necessarily that the uh, uh, TalkBack is not behaving the same way, but I think that a lot of them are complaining uh, that, you know, either it's sluggish or whatever, it's not responsive. I don't... You know, like you said, it's very funny. Some people have it and some people said it's just perfect on their phone. So I think some of these things, though, you have to take them with a grain of salt because it's hard to know uh, when it's. And like I said, frankly, I can't come down one way or the other because I don't have it. And this is why I've been wanting to get a Samsung phone so I will know exactly what's going on. Because you hear people say, oh, mine works fine. And then someone crying their head off and it's just... You it's so confusing, especially it's like it's very confusing when you see people who have the exact same model of phone, like right down to like the actual model identifiers, and they're having allegedly having completely different experiences 
with the exact same version of software. It's like, it makes a person question like, is it user or is it actually an issue within the software? Like it's, it makes me really interested to understand where that problem truly comes in because maybe there's a better solution than what we're currently coming up with. Exactly. So that's why there's that tool there. But um, I just, my whole thing is that uh, the native thing should work just fine. But if not, if there would be a way where Google and Samsung could just agree on one thing and say, hey, you know, we're just going to use our talk bag that comes, you know, you guys from uh, Samsung are part of it. You know, we created this thing together with you guys. We merged some voice assistant things into uh, TalkBack. And so we're now on one page. Let's kind of, let Samsung just mirror whatever is there on Google Play. So we'll have the same version. For instance, you said yours has version 13, uh, Cam. Uh, yeah. And then on the Google Play, so we're seeing version 12.2 or 12.1 if you haven't gotten the update. So if we could just be on the same page to where we just have these things merged and just simply... Uh, mirroring each other. So I'm not telling you something to get rid of your app store, but if what we have here is the same thing that is on the Play Store, I think it'll make everybody happy instead of this uh, monkeying around. Uh, I'm not a believer in that. Like I actually even be into question whether or not it's a psychological thing where it's a perception of issues because, you know, our version numbers don't line up. And that's completely plausible but again it brings into question like who's where's fault lie now so i don't know i mean i'm i'm glad that there's the tool to remove the ver- whatever version of talkback you choose but it, i i think there's better solutions than removing software i think that's it for this week folks um we shall see you next week for episode 74. And um, as I said at the beginning, that is one week away from episode 75. So do uh, join us for that. Keep an eye out for the link. Register for it, especially if you're not on our groups uh, where it will be circulated. Uh, but that's it from me this week. Uh, and we shall see you next week. Bye, everybody. Love you guys. Later. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.